Do it again. Of all the gin joints in all the towns in all the world. You're listening to Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling. A martini, shaken, not stirred. Don't try and church it up, son. You can't handle the truth. I am the picture that got small. Your first one's on us. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling. I'm your host, Mark Riccadonna, and with me as always... Richie Byrne, your producer, Soul Joe. Today's a very special... Special show. Special, special guest. Special guest. We say that every week. Yeah. I, that's what I figured. <laughs> <laughs> I just took yeah. it and I'll take it. And Don't get a big head. Don't get a big head. <laughs> but this, uh, this, uh, this actually is a special one because... Because it's going to be a little different. Yeah, it's going to be a different vibe because uh, we always have a comedian... Yes. This time we actually almost have, always. Yeah, almost always we have Joel on all the time. <laughs> um, <laughs> but instead, we have we have a real deal producer from have, Sirius XM. Yeah, how and cool! He has his own again. show. Introduce yourself because show. your last name has a lot of dips and dives and yes. things. And your first I'm name's nervous. a little wild too. So go ahead. <laughs> uh, so my name is Jorge Olivares, but I spell Jorge X O R J E. Because I was never meant to have a job after radio. As soon as you see my name on a resume, you're already scared. And I love when you said your name. You went right from Latino to American when you were spelling. That's <laughs> yes. true. Everyone says that. Like It comes out full Mexican and full Tejano when I say my name. And then the rest of my speaking is... Has anyone really ever not. called you in for something and like uh, it's... And- and been like exorbi. I've gotten I've gotten exorgy. I've gotten sorge. And then when I used to do, there's this competition called UIL. I don't know if it's Texas specific, um, but it's like an interscholastic thing, and you go and compete in different categories. And uh, they called me Corky. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> they said oh somehow boy. The X came out as a K, and I don't. You're like not even close. <laughs> I, was like, mm, I think that's me. I'll go get Corky. the Corky. I think um, you have the same thing for me with when, with my last name Riccadonna with all the letters, even though it's pretty cut and dry what yeah. it is. As soon as I see panic in somebody's eyes, I go, "You mean me?" I'm yeah, yeah, you step in and you're like, Ugh. "I know, <laughs> I know it's me." And Mark, tell them how you met. You met at so we actually know each other through the John Fugel saying show, mm-hmm. and um, we uh, we had John on the show here uh, before. And I really wanted to have you on because you have such an interesting uh, perspective. Yeah, everything about what you do is a little. I check off up a lot of boxes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, getting, you're getting a scholarship. Yeah, at some point. <laughs> you're our second Latino guest, <laughs> second gay guest. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. well that we know of. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think a couple of these guys that came in were very Latino. <laughs> Hiding that Latino shit, or I, I could, I got Latino dar. If there's, if there's an, if there's an accent mark, if it ends with a Z, most of the time, <laughs> it's a Latino. So something that we do uh, every show is when we start the show, we always ask what you're drinking. Um, what is your favorite drink? Oh, but you okay. are just on. A, a trip of a lifetime for me. Yes. You said it was only two days, but that would have been enough for me to get alcohol poisoning. It was. So the funny <laughs> thing is uh, I went to Dublin for a couple days, and I'm not really a beer drinker. Uh, maybe yeah, this is my Latino coming out. but I True. But I'm going through a really big tequila mezcal phase. Yay. So everything that I can have. Just the mezcal, way you said it made me want it. <laughs> <laughs> tequila mezcal? Yeah. Um, Come on. 
Yeah, I know what There's we're doing after the, the show. To mezcal. That's pretty damn good. Well, but I did, and the thing I because it, can you cuss on this? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So <laughs> too late. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> you better not fucking swear once. So the fucked up part was because I was only there for 48 hours. I didn't have a chance to get tickets to the Guinness Storehouse, which is like the thing. Oh, it's the thing to do, baby. Yeah. So I didn't get a chance to do that. Drank a lot of Guinness, but not at the place that you want. Was it warm? The the Guinness that that's uh, the one I had. Yes. That's a big thing over there, right? They don't. They warm warm and they do the nitrous instead of uh, CO two, so it's very thick and heavy. Interesting. It It does taste differently than the one. Have you been there? I've never uh, been to Ireland. No, no, I, I haven't been to Ireland, but I've been to Europe a lot. Yeah, uh, that's all their beer they prefer. Yeah. Off of, uh, it doesn't take the CO two. So Why were you there? Uh, was there? So I was there he's for an alcoholic. <laughs> two days, and I needed to do it for two days. Uh, <laughs> Lost <so> weekend. <laughs> Uh, so one of the big things that I do on the side is I am very active in my LGBT church group. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a Catholic parish here that has a big ministry, and because of the work that I've done with the ministry, they wanted to include me in this new campaign about LGBT Catholics. And it, well, interesting. Yes. So it launched at the same time as the Pope being in Ireland. It wasn't attached to that event, but it was trying to capitalize on the the coverage that was going on for the event mm-hmm. so bring more reason? awareness are yes. you the reason he might be getting rid of one of those cardinals i so <laughs> the funny thing is i every the organizers of the campaign were very much excited for what was going to happen because we knew that there was going to be a little bit of momentum and then the pennsylvania story happened we're like fuck me yeah. <laughs> oh no don't say fuck me oh true <laughs> <laughs> so he <laughs> booked the triple poor, doubling again. Poor choice of words. <laughs> Fair, it's true. Um, I didn't intend it. He's uh, staying for seventy-two hours this I time. Know. But the funny part is, I was an altar boy for ten years. Is it? I was uh, head altar boy. And were you really? Two, yeah, it's, I'll tell you a story about that. Okay. Finish yours. I'll tell you about. Um, I was too ugly <laughs> to be an altar boy. Yeah. yeah. Um, I always say that I always was really offended that nothing ever happened with my priest. I, like, I know. Me too. Nothing. I I got very angry. I was like, well, I was cute. Yeah. He kept dropping <laughs> the wafers. I was yeah. I was hitting on him. As I'm penned over, you don't want to try. <laughs> um, but so the thing is. Everybody likes to, especially either if they're evangelical Christians or somebody who just hates the idea of gay people in general. As soon as something happens with like the church abuse scandal, they'll automatically say it's gay priests and that it's homosexuality surfacing in Catholicism and that's what we need to be worried about. Mm-hmm. So because that was happening and that conversation was happening, we knew that there was going to be a lot of attention on our particular group. And there was. I have to tell wow. you, I didn't know about your... I'm a Catholic. I didn't know about your group. So, so how does that work? Are, are you acknowledged by the Catholic... So it's yeah, interesting Yeah, but Richie, you were a Catholic before the well, Bible I mean, was even written. But I'm saying I'm a Catholic <laughs> and a lesbian, so you, <laughs> I should have been so a, aware of that. He represents the L in Mark, Mark calls me. Mark calls me a lesbian all the time because of my hair. hair. So oh, and and my and my I let's face it I'm built like a lesbian. <laughs> Come on. Him, if you go to Home Depot after this, I could I play third base on any softball team. <laughs> and you're probably a lesbian. Um, and so, but, but please tell me tell me about that. I'm very interested. In this. So the church I go to is called the Church of Saint Paul the Apostle. It's a Paulist parish. So okay. there's different sections of Catholicism where you can be Jesuit, Paulist. Um, the one back home is the Oblates of Mary Immaculate. There's just different orders. And uh, the Paulist parish is far more welcoming than most of the others. Jesuit, too. Um, but this one, about eight years ago, they launched this LGBT ministry, and we've gotten a lot of shit for it ever since. 
Uh, three years ago, we did this documentary, and oddly enough, the priest that we had at the time had an audience with the Pope, with other people, and he gave the Pope our documentary, and supposedly the Pope watched it. I don't know. I'm in the documentary. So <laughs> if... Did he recognize you? I know. I was like, <laughs> hey! we, had to, we share the same name. His name is also Jorge. That's True. Crazy. Mm-hmm. True. Now that that's, I think that's really fascinating, now, and not something that you told me about Jorge before he came <laughs> in today. Well, you don't listen. I was like, "What's up with this guy?" And you were like, "He's a producer." I like. Yeah. I knew he was going to be great. That's awesome. <laughs> now you're originally from Texas, so I grew up on the Texas-Mexico border. I grew up in a okay. small town called Eagle Pass. It's about two hours south of San Antonio. But when I say literally on the border, if if you mapped it from my like house if you were there the- now, you wouldn't get in. Pretty much. <laughs> but uh, if you were to map it from my house to the bridge to take you to Mexico, it's less than 10 minutes. Wow. But so for the longest time, I've never gone to the dentist in the United States. I've always gone to Mexico. Uh, we always buy our candies in Mexico. and uh, Steroids. That too. And if we ever just wanted to go do dinner outside of our hometown, because the nicest place in our hometown for the longest time was like an Applebee's, uh, we'd go to Mexico for dinner and then just come back. Wow. But it, it must have been tough growing up the way you did. In Texas, right? Latino? <laughs> <laughs> so easy. Uh, <laughs> They're all there. <laughs> We're all surrounding each other. Uh, the gay thing, I think it was... <laughs> because it's tied together, the Catholicism and that. the Mexican thing, mm-hmm. uh, I think that's what made it hard. There's nobody in my family who's gay that I know of. There's nobody in the community. There was like one kid in high school that, thankfully enough, was never, to my knowledge, was publicly bullied or anything. So... I always wanted to be him because I wasn't out in co- in high school. I was out to my friends. I wasn't out to everybody else because my dad was a high school teacher. Oh wow! And I didn't want rumors to, to fly. Happen. And yeah, even though they did, I mean, I yeah, was kind of over it after a while. So real quick though, we, we're joking around about religion. We're joking around about you know homosexuality and that stuff. But I think the reason that we can and what makes it uh, where we're having so much fun with it is that we're all cool with it. Like, we're all secure with ourselves. Mm-hmm. So you're allowed to, like, laugh about it. Like, yeah. Joking about it. Like, we're all, I think we're all Catholic, right? Is uh, right my mom was Catholic. My dad was, uh, um, my great-grandfather was. Uh, His dad's a degenerate. <laughs> <laughs> he was a Methodist a minister, so my you parents had to decide. So we grew up uh, oh, really? Methodist. But my mom is now, uh, went back to Catholicism. Really? Yeah. I well, think it's that's what makes it like you're secure with yourself and your own beliefs, so you can joke about religion. That's my thing. My thing is, I and I always see it both within the context of sexuality and spirituality. I don't need anybody to tell me how to be gay. I don't need anybody to tell me how to be Catholic. If you want to go to church every Sunday and you don't want to go to church every Sunday, that doesn't bother how I become, yeah, how your, I practice my faith. Your belief of yeah. what you have. Like, I go... Very much the Catholic thing, except for now, because the church that I go to has a very wonderful community. But before, when I would go to church, I would do the Catholic thing where you go in, you do the, hi, how are you, hi, how are you, and you kind of wave to each other. But then once the hour's up... You're gone. You're gone. And there's no mingling, there's no nothing. You get uh, the communion and just keep Yeah, and then you, you leave. <laughs> and, and I think a part of that is good in the sense that <coughs> you don't really need to be influenced by anybody else to figure out how you should be practicing what's very much your own thing. Yeah, I completely agree. Because I I don't, I I feel like when I talk to somebody who's atheist, I'm like, you'll probably win any argument that we have. But (laughs) there's also like a, a security 
of my own that I know I believe what I believe, and I don't care if you believe what I believe. Yeah. And it's that kind of a... And that's why I think it's so... It's fun, because we can all joke about it. But mm-hmm. if there was spite, I think in any of our joking, it would be a lot harder to joke. You know what I mean? Like if one so. of us had an issue or, you know, that kind of thing. So did you drink tequila in Ireland? <laughs> No, I would be that Because you said, you said you said you were going through the phase, and I thought you just kept it I going. Know, you know. Brilliant, I, brilliant segue, my friend. <laughs> brilliant. Uh, no, segue. it was, I drank as much beer as I could, and then, because I'm gay, I had an emerito sour. Yeah, because I'm gay, I had an emerito sour. The tour guy goes, I'll take seven Guinness and an emerito sour. You figure out who's for who. <laughs> <laughs> there in my like, rainbow altar boy attire <laughs> at the end of the bar going yoo-hoo <laughs> so the the second part of our show is yes. that we do a street joke do you have any jokes you, uh, if you don't it's okay you have so many comedians come through and, i know but they all are probably under the the ruse of uh, i don't tell street jokes so yeah. Wait, what's uh, the difference between like what's a street like, joke is a joke that you already you know it's not something anyone that anyone can tell right like, like a, a knock knock a someone like a Jackie goes, the joke man joke yes yes, yes. Okay. someone goes someone goes have you heard this one or maybe you get email a lot of references to Jackie the joke man lately he's yeah. always yeah. On, he's always on John show too oh is oh, okay, he okay yeah. uh, can you come back to me on that one yeah so yeah yeah they yeah. ruminate a bit in my do, we, do, you, do you have overlap with Dean Abadala show like the same studio um it's not the same studio but he's like now he's about a few hours after us. His producer, quite a bit. do you know his producer, Matt, Matt. Tomasetti? Yeah, yeah. We went to high school together. My it's dad, who we just taught the, the wild card, was our our uh, t-ball coach and like literally. Oh, that's cool. College. Baseball. <laughs> <laughs> you want to play t-ball back in college? That would be good. <laughs> <laughs> it was a small world. That is a small world. Richie, do you got a joke for us? I do. Let's hear one. Uh, I got to remember it. Um, <laughs> no, it was. Uh, All right, I got, I got it. it. I got it. I got it. Calm down. What did Cinderella do when she got to the ball? Gagged. <laughs> <laughs> that was a dick joke, ladies and gentlemen. I like that one. Hey? Thank I you. That it's one. about as dick as dick jokes get, my friend. It don't get any dickier. I mean, the audience is right here, so. <laughs> <laughs> perfect I didn't hate one. it. <laughs> what does a stripper do? <laughs> was she okay? What does a stripper do to her asshole right before she goes to work? What? Drops him off at band practice. Oh, <laughs> oh gosh. Um, nice. <laughs> Rick and has got me all over the place. I'm very fascinated by this, yes. what you're talking about here. Now, how'd you get into radio? Uh, so I did... Uh, I was a broadcast journalism major at UT Austin. UT Austin. And uh, we, as part of the program, you do three different things. You go into a writing course, and then a radio course, and then a TV production course. So after the radio course, somebody with the radio station came, the campus radio station came to our class and said, who wants to do radio? And I was the only person who raised my hand because everybody wanted to do TV. And uh, but because you're a good of that, guy. yeah, I know. I, I mean, I like I like TV. I, Guys I, like me need radio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about TV and another part of my story is the first few months I, I moved to New York. I worked at ABC News with Good Morning America and World News. Okay. And that changed how I felt about TV. But uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I, I, I I feel your pain, my friend. Go ahead. Did you work in TV? I'm in TV now, but yeah, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, I, I am. T- I mean. Yes. Yes. I, it can be very... The thing that I hate about Jorge TV... Jorge worked with Matt Lauer. 
<laughs> did did no? no. I, Good morning, when, America. I, who were you, who was so there when you were there? Uh, with Diane Sawyer, and I have okay. a story. I won't get in trouble for saying no, this story, but this is what the show's all about. Oh, I see. I can know. Nope, nobody we, listens. We want you so to storytell. Okay, perfect. Oh, yes. Okay, so <laughs> I have two stories, both having to do with ABC, but I'll finish about the radio thing first. So I, uh, uh, where was I? Oh, yes. So I had my own radio <laughs> show in college. I did that for two years, and then when I moved. Uh, my senior year of college, there was an ABC News program that UT Austin was involved in, and I was involved in that. And so ABC said, do you want to move to New York to be a freelancer? I said, sure, why wow. So nice. I started working at ABC News and World News, and uh, I'll finish that story right now. But to go to how I transitioned to SiriusXM, because I was a freelancer at ABC News and I was only allowed six months before I was going to be hired full time, I was at five months, wasn't getting any offers, so I thought, fuck, I need a job. So I started looking <laughs> Dad, around. Daddy's got to pay the rent. Yeah. And so I started looking around, realized that I wanted to do radio again. I liked the whole idea of entertainment. So I looked at Sirius, and the job that was open at Sirius was to be an anchor for the LGBT channel. And I thought, well, this is kind of perfect. This has my name. <laughs> yeah, Home run. <laughs> yes. So I applied for the job, and then immediately got I have, I have to tell you something. It's New York. It has a lot of people's name on it. But go ahead. What do you mean? <laughs> a lot of people would be perfect for oh, it. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, that was so, a village joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got nervous. I was like, I thought that was pretty clear. But okay, maybe, maybe I screwed this up. So maybe he's never been to Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, so boots and saddles, right? uh, which I hate, by the way. Uh, like, we'll as, that as the Southern Texan boys, like, mm, what are you doing? So, <laughs> <laughs> Mark, great doing. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. yes. I feel yeah. like I fit in. What are you doing? Um, oh, this so, is hilarious. So, uh, I got the job working on the LGBT channel, oh, and sweet. then eventually transitioned, transitioned to, to John. And yeah, yeah. That's how it became what it became. Uh, my ABC story. So two stories <laughs> with John ABC. Because like I work at I work at ABC Studios. Oh, you I work, do. I, would, I do the Doctor Oz show down on. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm the warm up. Okay, so. The two things with ABC. The first uh, was because I did this program my senior year of college and was already affiliated with ABC, they flew a couple of us to New York to just see what it was all about, be a part of uh, Good Morning America, and to meet Charlie Gibson. So uh, I come with a few other students. UT Austin wasn't the only school. There were a few other schools, but I was the only Latino. And I was like, all right, this makes sense. So <laughs> we are, <laughs> it is what it is. So we're, we go and we watch world news and we see, we're at the top, we're on top of the studio and it's, oh my God, it's amazing. We're watching this all happen. And then they said, well, we're going to have an audience with, with Charlie Gibson. I said, oh, this is, this is even better. So they take us to a little conference room and then I'm sitting towards the end of the circle that we have. So Charlie comes in and I'm getting a little nervous because we're supposed to ask him questions. And so we go one by one and introduce ourselves. So they'll go and, hi, I'm Betty, I'm Paula, I'm whatever. They'll go, <laughs> I'm Jorge. I know. No, and so I said, and, uh, and I'm sure back then, because I've lived in New York long enough, my, the accent has gone away a bit, but it was kind of thick. And I was like, oh, I'm Jorge Olivares from Eagle Pass, Texas. And he said, Jorge. What kind of name is Jorge? I've never heard that name before. And he starts, like, making fun of my name in front of everybody. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I'm just like, what? What the fuck? Like, Wow. Were you taken back a bit, obviously? I was, because... 
nobody know who he because voted for. I know. <laughs> I'm here on a trip, but where's HR? No shit. <laughs> and I, I was thrown off because nobody knew how to react. So there was a little bit of laughter over here, a little bit of laughter over there, but very stifled. And I wasn't going to say anything. Like, like awkward laughter. Yeah. And so... When, how old are you at the time? I was... 20, 21. 20, 21. Wow. So, but then it got weirder when he said, and I hate gays. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, then all of your studio is kind of fired if you do. Um, so many gay people at ABC at the, when I was there. And probably still yeah. there. I was going to say, uh, it probably hasn't changed. Yeah, it probably hasn't changed. Yeah. Uh, and so... Uh, I just know the lesbian. That's me. <laughs> he does warm-up for Dr. For Dr. Oz. And so uh, that left a very bad taste in my mouth. And fast forward several months... I get the job at ABC, but he's not there anymore. It's Diane Sawyer. And because of the way things were working, I was moved from World News. And they told me that, oh, we're not looking to hire somebody for this position because it was a freelance position. So they moved me over to what they call the assignment desk. Now, the assignment desk is where they have all the producers and the reporters, and that's where they send you out to do your stories. Um, and so I get to the assignment desk, and it's me and three black girls. And they said, oh, you you probably came from world news, didn't you? And I said, why do you say that? And she's, and one of them said, this is where they send us when they don't need us anymore. And I said, are you like people of color? And she said, yeah, look around you. Who else is here right now? And it was me and the three black girls. And I said, and you all had to clean Charlie's house. Oh, well, that, so here's the thing. <laughs> oh my and God. No, 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 no. But, uh, so then I said, Ugh, I, kind of believe that only because of what happened with Charlie. And I told them the whole story about Charlie Gibson. And they said, oh, well, then you should hear ours. I said, oh, what happened? And so they said when, allegedly, uh, just because I don't know what happens, but uh, they, they said that when a phone call would come in, because that was our job when we were a desk assistant, we would answer the phone like, hi, World News, this is so-and-so. So they would say that when they would answer the phone, and it was for Charlie, that they would say, Charlie, line, whatever, Charlie, and like wave about and try to get his attention. But he would never respond until one of the white workers said something. <laughs> that was their story. I have no way of corroborating that, but I do remember what happened to me. And so that was... The story checks out. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and you're right. And so <laughs> the other thing was when we were still, when I was still at World News, I feel like I'm all over the place. No, no, um, we're following. I'm like, all no, balls in the air. yeah, on this show we call that a Riccadonna. But go ahead. <laughs> you know and how John does ADD hours? Yes, that's just the entire okay, time we're here. Uh, <laughs> and so uh, when I was still at World News before they had transitioned me off, they uh, Charlie Gibson had come to visit the studio and I think he was expecting this huge warm welcome and everybody to be like oh high five Charlie Charlie's home. and nobody could be bothered and so he came in and tried to do his like elder statesman type thing and like hey hey nothing and a part of me was like not such a get motherfucker wow um <laughs> great and so that was one of my really not great experiences at ABC. One of my fun experiences at ABC, and I will always sing Diane Sawyer's praises. Uh, so the first day I started World News, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm 21, just moved from Texas, literally two weeks after graduation. And she comes to my desk and she says, hi, I'm Diane. I was like, Whoa. And she says, <laughs> uh, just so you know, 
I'll be coming over to you and to the other assistant, Jessica, who's now my best friend, uh, side story, and <laughs> about just any new stories. If you have any stories that you'd like us to be working on that we should be thinking about, I said, okay. So I'll always have something in mind. Um, so about two weeks later, she comes over to me and she says, what story should we be doing? And I had this story about, um, I think it was at the time, Stephen Colbert was doing something with Undocumented Workers. This was 2010. And she said, great. Okay. Like, didn't say she liked it, that she didn't like it. She just said, okay. And she walked away. So later on in the day, uh, all the senior executives and all the, the producers go into a meeting with Diane and they talk about the stories that they want to be working on. So the meeting ends and everybody comes up to me and said, oh, great story, great story, great story. I said, what are you talking about? They said, Diane said that Jorge had this great idea to do this story and gave you all the recognition for oh your idea. Oh, my God, that's awesome. I was that's like, like that's the amazing. Wow. Think in this business. That you ever imagined happening. And uh, so I loved her after that moment. And then I loved her again because so it was El 16 de September. Uh, Mexican Independence Day, and we had uh, Diane through this boat party for all of World News. Um, I think it was just World Wait, News. It might have been previously. Boat party yes. for Mexicans? No, it was. <laughs> but there was Mexican <laughs> food <been> Cuban. <laughs> there was Mexican food being served. I was like, is this for me? Uh, so, because I was the only one. I knew I was the only Mexican. And so, uh, we're like having a good time. I'm like drinking a margarita with David Muir and having like a dance party with all these correspondents. Um, and there's one correspondent who I desperately hate who doesn't work there anymore who works at mm, I'll get to that story another place and is very prominent at that place I can't wait um, for the show to be over so you tell us (laughs) and so dot 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 right Uh, and so (laughs) we are having a good time and then my friend Jessica and I the one who was the other assistant we're talking to your best friend my best friend and so uh, who I'm actually meeting her after this and so (laughs) we're talking to Diane's assistant and she says you know what we should take a shot and we're like, all right, let's take a shot. It's all free. We don't give a shit. So she says, but I'm going to get Diane. So she runs to go grab Diane. And she says, Diane. and so Diane says to her assistant, what are we doing? And we all look at each other. And we say, um, tequila. And I will never forget. She looked at us and she said, well, where's the salt? Wow. And so so cool. Fucking takes a tequila shot with us. Cool. So much fun. So not only did I'm she never like, gonna look at her the I same. thought I thought she was gonna say fuck tequila. And you're like, it is in Mexican independence day. Yeah, so, so let's not forget that. Not, I will do a story about this later, Diane. Um, no, so she fucking takes the shot. It went the with other us way. That's perfect. It was so cool. The energy must have been Yeah, I know, it was great. So um, now you're a gay Mexican. Uh, gay, so, I would say so. My mom gets upset because I say Mexican, but I'm not really Mex- Mexican. You're gay Tex-Mex. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you're a big Trump supporter. So the crazy <laughs> part is, we when all the election stuff happened, there was uh, a map that the New York Times came out with that was very detailed about how each county voted. In my community, it's like 99% of just Texas. No, 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 of the whole country. So if you oh, want to look up this oh, okay, map okay, okay. and you want to look at your okay. like hometown yeah. county, yeah. it'll tell you how many people voted. So in my community, that's like 99% Mexican, like 2,000 people voted for Trump. And we don't have that many non-Mexicans who live, I was going to say white people, but um, <laughs> we have like two black families. You, you're Boston. not going to offend us. No. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, We're not allowed to be. <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> so much fun. So, uh, 
Yeah, so like 2,000 people voted for Trump. In my hometown, we have a border fence, and it's so weird because the border fence is not completed, and it dissects a part of the town that's still, like it's still several hundred yards away from the river. So we randomly have our 4th of July celebration beyond the the fence, on the other side of the fence, so it's like this weird no man's land. Uh, Watch where you're celebrating. I know. It's like, uh, here's Border Patrol. Isn't that an old, like, 50s crooner song? Beyond the fence. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Yeah, so uh, it's like a weird... No, it's a weird thing. A buddy of mine, uh, shout out to Spanky, who lives in Austin. Mm -hmm. Uh, He had a joke. If he's not, if his name's Spanking, he's not gay. Then he's that's a problem. Not gay, but he's one of the most fashionable straight dudes I've ever met in my then life. Then it just like literally takes a finger for him. <laughs> he's gay. You you might be able to change his mind with one finger. That, I've always said that. Like it's your every straight man is one finger away from turning gay. <laughs> It just like gotta right, hit the right Richie? spot. Richie, <laughs> what, what do I know about men? I will tell you this: he gave me butterflies by making straight eye contact. <laughs> as soon as I did like the finger diddle, and I looked at him. If he could do that with his eyes, imagine what his finger would do. <laughs> Maybe two. Well, Gino's always said he could turn you. Gino uh, didn't have Andre. He yeah. said he would have had you turn. Yeah, yeah. A good friend of ours told my mom that at lunch. That, that he t- could t- turn you? My, 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 yeah, my, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, my mom was in the middle of telling how happy she is for her, him and his current boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And and, he, and she goes, oh, I'm so happy for you. And he goes, this could have been your son. <laughs> <laughs> this could have been him. I would have been the best son-in-law. How did your mom take it? Uh, very awkwardly. Okay. <laughs> but but Gino's rich. So she was like, damn. <laughs> yeah. I would have never so had well. to have worried about him again. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, one of our good friends, uh, Adam Lucidi, is another comedian. Um, he just moved for a girl down to Austin. And I went to school in Austin. How much? Yeah, that's why. That's why I brought it up. Yeah. yeah. And he uh, he lo- he loves it. He like mm-hmm. brags about how great of a city it is, and it's got a music scene and a comedy scene by South by Southwest. Yeah. I actually have a, an app on my phone because Kate. KUTX is my favorite radio station. Oh, really? I listen to it. I love it. Oh, nice. I can't get enough of it. KUT has amazing music, and then... Uh, the DJs are great. The DJs are great. The radio station, the campus radio station is called KVRX, and it's and if it's still the same slogan, it's none of the hits all of the time. And ah. so it was the most obscure music, which is part of the fun college cool radio. part of college radio, but also Austin. Austin. Um, the thing that I don't... I haven't lived in Austin in... It's been eight years now. Um, if when all this is said and done, I'll probably move back to Austin. But the <laughs> thing I know is I'm about to shit on it. Uh, <laughs> but the, <laughs> the thing about Austin that how I feel now visiting as many times as I do because I do have to go that way to go home. Um, Austin to me is like the BuzzFeed of cities. Like it knows it's cool and it knows its own hype and it tries to play off of that. And you just want to say. No. Relax. Like, relax. Like, you were so much better when you didn't try to... When you didn't know it. Yeah, when you didn't yeah. know that you were the coolest. Now they're posh. They're, yeah. yeah. Right. The yeah. girl who's actually should be the prom queen is the one who doesn't even know she's hot. Right. right. Yes. The girl who knows she's hot is gross. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you got to sleep every night, isn't it, Mark? <laughs> With you. <laughs> I was the gross girl. <laughs> That's drinks, jokes, and storytelling. Last call. Thanks for listening to Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling.